and welcome to episode one of Drinks and Things. A podcast where we drink and talk about things. My name's Carver. And I'm Leisha. What are you drinking, Carve? I'm drinking uh, some rum on the rocks. What are you drinking, Leisha? I'm drinking a vodka crayon. Uh, so what happened this week that you think is pretty cool? Uh, we started our podcast. Yeah. Yeah, you're listening to it right now. Yeah. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> <clears throat> for me this week i guess i cataloged all of my missing cards out of all of my missing magic the gathering sets yeah it took you a couple of days to do that yeah you gonna get rid of a couple too yeah i did get rid of a couple i submitted a couple buy orders to face to face and i got some store credit which is great because then i'm just gonna buy more cards with it so that's fine never too many cards no yeah. what happened for you this week that was pretty great well not a whole lot, I suppose. I, I bought Metroid Dread because it came out. It's my favorite game, and I beat it in a couple of days. I got 100% on it, so I was happy with that. So what are we talking about today? We're talking about ghost stories. Ghost stories? Ghost stories. And we're talking about personal ghost stories of us and friends and family. That's cool. Okay. So let's start with you. Are we starting with me because I don't have that many? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Well, my, my, uh, so my only real personal ghost stories come from where I work now and, and we know, we know the shop is haunted. It's supposedly haunted by my boss's father. So I guess, uh, like the one, the one encounter that I had, so it was pretty early in the morning. Because I had just gotten to work and I was just, I was opening up is what I was doing. And I got there and I was alone as far as I could tell. And so I started just opening up all the windows and turning on the lights and all that kind of stuff. And I was, while I was opening up one of the windows, I felt some footsteps behind me. And, uh, well, our shop has a, has like a wooden floor on it. So you can kind of feel when the when the wood is compressing and when it isn't, you can kind of like feel whether someone's driving a machine in or walking around, you can kind of feel it. And I felt the, like the ground beneath me kind of compressing and releasing like someone was walking. So I turned around and I figured it was my boss trying to sneak up on me and just be a funny guy or something. Uh, so I turned around and there was just nobody there, even though I'd felt these very clear footsteps on the ground behind me. And that was really the first, uh, like proper, like weird thing I've ever experienced in my life. I know that before that I'd heard about, uh, one of the people that worked there before me, apparently he was eating lunch alone in the lunchroom and he looked into the washroom there and he saw just a guy with a, with a mustache just sitting on the, toilet looking at him you know he looked away and looked back and there was nothing and when he gave the description to my boss my boss was like oh yeah that's my dad yeah i've seen him around here too i don't know that was the first proper experience i've ever had and it happened you know first thing in the morning too it wasn't like in the middle of the night it wasn't at a weird time it was just in the middle of the morning is that all the stuff that you've seen personally it's all the stuff that I've seen personally, yeah. Okay. 
Our next story is from one of our friends, and she said that she used to have this five CD stereo. You know, one of those really big ones with like the big gaudy speakers and like all that jazz. Big CD changer, all that good stuff. Yeah, yeah, exactly. She said that it was haunted. Like or, the stereo was haunted? Yeah, like the stereo was haunted. Not not the house, it was the stereo. Yeah. She okay. said she had never experienced problems before with the stereo, but I guess where she lived and her roommates, there was one day where she came home and the music was like blasting. Like so loud. She turned it off thinking that one of the roommates had just left the music on. One of her roommates was just supremely uh, not responsible that day yeah and anyway she said that the stereo would turn on at like one or two in the morning and just blast music and like scared the jeebus out of everybody in the house is that all that it did yeah and she was what a dickhead yeah and she said the plates and dishes started to move around and stuff and she never really thought about it too much And then she kind of realized that she had, like, a trickster ghost on her hands. She was at a book club, and she was talking about the ghost to the book club, and the stereo turned on by itself. So the the book club was at her house then? Yeah. And the ghost was like, I'm here. Yeah, and then she kind of told it to shut up, and it never turned on again. She just... She just bitch slapped it. Yeah, it never turned on by itself again. The stereo worked perfectly fine, as far as I know. But the, the, the ghost never turned the stereo on after that. Hmm. Another ghost story, I suppose, would be from my friend's older sister, who also happens to be a person that I call my older sister. Okay. Yeah. So she said... That she used to see, they lived in a haunted house in Manitoba. And she said that she used to see a lot of shadows coming down the stairs. The toilets would flush on their own. Um, She would see shadows at the end of her bed. And she said she was laying in bed one night on her side and she felt something poking her back. So she thought it was her stepsister. And she would like, and she turned over onto her back. To, like, just get her to stop poking her back. And she continuously felt somebody poking on her back. That's pretty weird. Yeah. That, that's that's really weird, actually. Another thing uh, that we'll probably touch on in a later episode, but I have a friend who submitted this story to us. She said that her son was talking to her sister. At the time, she her sister had made her son iced tea. The son said that the iced tea tasted like that stuff before you die. Stuff before you die? Yeah. And and the sister goes, like, alcohol? And he goes, no, like, poison. Like it tasted like poison. Yeah. Hmm. He said, I was a bad person in my last life, but I'm a good person in this one. How does he figure that he uh, was a bad person? I don't know, but he said that... And then, so... The sister asked the kid, if you come back after you die, and he said, yeah, it takes a while, but you do. So he remembers, like, being selected for the next life or something? There's so many stories. We could touch, like, a whole episode on so many stories of kids just, like, remembering their past lives. There was actually a kid who solved a murder 
because they remembered being murdered by the person and like they told the officer where their body was and they found the body exactly where the kid said it was. I've also heard stories about kids remembering past lives. Apparently it goes away as you get older though. Yeah. It's pretty, is there any like, uh, does he know who he was before? Like, could I don't, you go- potentially Google it? I have no idea. They didn't elaborate on that. Okay. But, like, I think that's pretty pretty cool. I've seen somewhere the person actually remembered their actual name and all this. And you could confirm everything they said. Pretty There's crazy. been a couple of people like that. And then another... Back to the stories. Yeah, back to what we were talking about. There was somebody who said that they... It, it sounds to me like a night terror, but it wasn't a night terror. It was like this, this like. When you say it's not a night terror, what exactly do you mean? Like it was like a nightmare, but like it presented itself in the real world after they woke up. Okay. But like mm. they were awake. They so weren't they were like properly awake. Yeah, they were really awake. And they saw it again. Yeah. Okay. And when he woke up, he couldn't breathe or speak or do anything like a night terror, but he was fully awake. Like, he remembers everything. Interesting. Yeah. What? Where did this happen? In the house that burned down right next to my parents' house. Oh, fun. Yeah. Okay. I'm trying to see if there's any other people who sent me messages. So I'll just read the story that he sent me. Um, He said, it's not a spooky story. Everyone knew something was in that house. But when I was sleeping, I had a dark dream lost in a cloud of darkness and kept waking up, seeing yellow eyes and hearing voices. Every time I woke up, I was still sleeping, but I thought I was awake. Every time the eyes would get closer and I'd wake up sooner and they'd all and they had me. I never woke up from that dream until they actually had me. And when I woke up, I was floating. Then it hit my Then I hit my bed and my entire body went tense. Only thing touching the bed was the back of my head and my heels. In the morning, my family was walking around. I was trying to scream for help, but I couldn't breathe and I couldn't move. All I could see was people walking around the house like I wasn't there. When I finally told that spirit to leave and fight back without fear, it let go once the sun finally hit my face. I was exhausted. I couldn't move or talk for five minutes. My family brushed it off as me being electrocuted because of faulty wires in the house, but I know that I went through and not two days later, I watched a little pale girl in a flower dress go from one room to the next, all of us in the living room. So I walked into the room. She wasn't there and the window was closed. So he actually fought the thing then? Yeah, he like fought back against the dream and like, I don't know. And then seeing the little girl in the dress and like just have her disappearing is like pretty scary. Well, yeah, I would say so. (laughs) Like, pretty, that's unnerving, like, Jesus. Yeah, yeah. And, like, it's not like I, I'm assuming he's talking about the house that burned down, and I always felt uneasy. In the house? Yeah. Because I used to go over there all the time, because they were our next-door neighbors, right, and they had kids my age. And uh, it just, it was unnerving sometimes. Like, you remember how I felt, like, really gross all the time in Ireland? Just, like, anxious and, like, dreadful. Every time we were in a castle? Every time we were in a castle where a lot of people died. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's how I felt in the house. Okay. It's, like, the kind of feeling you get when you're, like, when there's ghosts around or something like that. If you're, like me, who's an empath, you you get the, you pick off 
people's emotions and you pick off vibes in the air, so to say. But from a little more than people, clearly. Yeah. And, like, that's why I felt so gross in, like, the castles and places where lots of people had died. Is because it's, like, I just feel the energy and it's just unnerving and it, like, makes me sick to my stomach sometimes. Okay. Do you have any more other stories that have been sent to you? Not entirely ones that have been sent to me. Do you have any of your own? I do have some of my own. I believe it. Uh, there's quite a few. Uh, my mother's parents had died before I was born. Um, I never got the chance to meet them. And, you know, I wish, you know, constantly that I had. Because they would, they would absolutely adore everybody. They were so nice. When I was little, uh, say about two or three, we were living with my grandfather, my dad's father at the time. And I was playing alone in my room. And my mom came in and she goes, oh, who are you talking to? And I said, oh, I'm just talking to my friend. And she goes, oh, does your friend have a name? And I go, yeah, his name is Pop. And that's like super weird to my mom because she never told me what the, or the grandkids who had met him called her dad. And her dad was Pop and my grandmother was Nan. So you just knew your grandfather's name, even though you'd never met the guy and never heard his name. I was playing with him in my room. Good grandfather. Yeah. And uh, so there's that. And there was one point, you know, those touch lamps that you have to like touch to turn on or like the fans that you have to touch to turn on yes yeah we had a couple of those and we were talking about nan and pop and one of the fans just turned on it was like okay that's creepy but like thanks for thinking about us nan and pop well you did you did ask for them yeah you know we were just kind of like saying it just turned on still asked for them yeah there was also a point i remember as a child Sorry, I just got to readjust my legs here. My feet are falling asleep. Okay. Where I remember waking up and seeing like a demon or something on the ceiling above me. Okay. And it was the most, like, I can't, it's I like can't. like that scene in Supernatural? No, not no. the scene in Supernatural. More like, like when he sees it. No, I guess that was above a baby. Okay, never mind. Yeah, no. I, I remember seeing this demon just, like, sitting on the ceiling above me. And I can't ever remember what it looked like because I just kind of repressed that. But, like, it was scary. I couldn't sleep in the room. I couldn't do anything. My mom scrubbed the room down with holy water. And she had a priest bless the house. Because I was just so terrified to sleep. Yeah, that would be pretty, uh, pretty pretty harsh it was pretty brutal and then i also remember being on a field trip and we went to a museum at the museum i went up one of the servants stairs that were like accessible to the public i went up one of the servants staircases and i walked into a room that was impossibly large for this house what do you mean by impossibly large like it was like not possible for the dimensions of the house. Like bigger than the house itself? Yeah. Okay. Like bigger than the floor. I remember seeing this lady who was dressed all in white just walk from one end of the room to the other. And I was like, holy shit. 
and I got out of that room and I went to go get one of the teachers. And as soon as I, you know, mentioned to them, like, oh, I'm like, there's a lady upstairs. She's dressed in white and she's just, she's just walking around the room and everything. And they went upstairs and there was no room. The room just didn't exist. The room didn't like, exist. Like the door wasn't there. The door wasn't there. Like the stairway just ended before the door. The stairway, you know, stairway ended where it's right? supposed. Yeah, the stairway ended where it was supposed to. But the door that I went through at the top of the stairs wasn't there. Was the stairs just Jesus? So they were. They just never extended as far as that door. Then no, I guess not. <laughs> it was. It was crazy. I also think and that you said that someone else was also with you. Right? Yeah, the somebody first... else. Somebody else was with me, and I swear to God that I remember somebody and they else. They remembered being... the same thing that you did. Yeah. And I don't know if they remember it now. I'm sure they do. Yeah. There's no way they don't. Yeah. But that'd be pretty that that'd be a lot to forget. Yeah. I just like I couldn't believe it. It was just like it was just gone. And then I'm pretty sure I had a haunted porcelain doll. Do you still have the doll? Hell no. <laughs> Did, okay. Have I ever seen this doll? No. Okay. I got rid of it a long time ago because like it was creeping me out. And like it would porcelain be porcelain dolls just do that to me in general though. Yeah. But like this doll would like open its eyes on its own and like it freaked me out and I had so many bad dreams about this doll. So one time and I know that I was told that dolls, porcelain dolls, have this mechanism to keep their heads in place. But I remember snapping that mechanism and turning her head around. And then the next day I woke up and her head was faced towards me. It's probably your parents coming into the room and changing. So like, geez, her daughter's freaking strange. No, it was like scary. Like I remember leaving for the day for go to go to school and her head being turned facing the wall. And I'd come home and her head was facing outwards. Did you actually talk to your mom and dad yeah, about that though? They, they thought that doll was fucking creepy too. And so they, you know that they didn't. Put it back then. No, my mom would never do that to me. Like, my dad mom probably would, but yeah, my dad would. would have told me. Maybe, maybe not. No, my dad but... would have told me eventually. Because that's, <laughs> that's my thing. yes. My, eventually, my, yes. He would have told me, but he he remembers that doll, and it was freaking creepy. Okay, yeah, that's kind of... Okay, if your parents are confirming it, that's pretty, that's pretty strange. Yeah. Do you have any other creepy stories that happened to you? I have other creepy stories. I don't know if they're necessarily ghost stories, but... So when I was in grade 10, so what would that have been? Age like 14, 14, 15. 15 years old. I was at a boarding school and I was on the bottom bunk and there was one night where I thought I woke up, but I could not move. And when I, looking up at the top bunk, so just the flat surface of where the bunk was, I saw like this lady in a tattered dress looking at me. And that that's all there was. And, and all I could, th- and I couldn't move. I couldn't do anything. I don't even think I was there for that long. I was only there for a few seconds. But while this happens, there's... I could have sworn I saw, like, like floodlights coming through the windows. Like, you would see... I don't know if you've ever been to a football game at night. Yeah. At an outdoor arena. But it was, like, like lights that bright just shining through. And it kind of started at the end. And it was, like, sort of panned across all the windows into the room. 
just this extremely bright white, like artificial light, like an LED light, like the super white stuff. And I was just panning through the room and I saw this lady above me. Then suddenly the whole thing went dark. The lady was gone and I could move and I kind of shot up and I looked at my alarm clock and, and my alarm clock, I, it said 3.33 in the morning. And I just, uh, at that point, I was just losing my mind. Kind of had to get up and walk around and really calm myself down because 3.33 was some important time from a horror movie I just saw. And I mean, I don't know, it was just strange. Like a weird coincidence? Yeah, it was a weird coincidence. And I know that 3 a.m. in general is some type of... The witching hour. The witching hour. It's some type of weird time. It's the time when the veil between our world and the next is the thinnest, as far as I understand. Don't quote me on that. I think that sounds about right. But yeah, it was just freaking strange. And then, I don't know, I don't really have many ghost stories after that. I've actually been around when my friends claim to see ghosts, but I didn't see it quite a bit. Um, Maybe it's like Santa Claus. If you don't believe, you don't see. I don't know if it's that I don't believe. No, I, think I don't. What it is is that I'm just really cynical. It has to be pretty undeniable for me to think it's actually a ghost. That's like, fair. Yeah, and I've seen I've seen a few UFOs. You've seen UFOs? Yeah. You've never told me about that. Well, the first story I told you may have been a UFO when I look into the phenomena. But, well, the problem with UFOs is just lights in the sky. Like I'll see like weird stuff in the sky all the time, but it's like, what is it? I don't know. Yeah. Oh, that brings me. Somebody didn't really tell us a story, but um, it. They bring up a they bring up a Native American folklore kind of thing where like if you whistle at northern lights or if you whistle at night it's really bad luck and like usually you get like reprimanded for it. Probably attract animals doing that, couldn't you? Animals Pretty stupid idea. Spirits Winnebagos. So so every bad thing in the book. Yeah. Wild animals cryptids friggin anything just just spirits you will if you whistle at night you will die yeah that's why like i don't know if you notice but i won't whistle at night or i don't ever hear you whistle in general so i never thought it was weird that's fair but but like yeah we don't whistle at night we don't woo at night trying to make other wolves a woo yeah it just doesn't happen no but they brought that up. And as far as that goes, I think that's everything from people that I have interacted with. I was going to contact one of the elders in my community, but I didn't have the time to do that before we recorded this episode. We can just touch on what they say later. I should really ask some of my uh, my parents as well as some of the people in my family about it because... I know there's some pretty weird stories about stuff that have happened. Maybe getting abducted is a family occurrence. I don't know about getting abducted, but seeing UFOs definitely is. There was a time at... Because uh, my... you're all night drivers. No, this actually wasn't while driving. Like, my dad saw one. He saw, like, it was like a light started over on this side of the light. This was at our cabin in Manitoba. And he just saw, like, one light. It was just hovering above the lake. Like, it wasn't a star. It was just a light hovering above the lake. And he saw it just shoot across just at impossible speed. Like, couldn't have been a boat. And it just went off into the sky. It's crazy. It's like, what is that? I've never seen anything of that nature. It's always been 
the paranormal for me. Aliens are paranormal. Well, I mean, like, it's always been, like, the the spooks, the ghosty goos. Well, the thing about weird lights in the sky is they were considered to be spirits before, right? For modern sensibilities. Guess so. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, like you said, I do a lot of driving at night. You see a lot of weird stuff on the sides of the road, but you can never be sure whether it's, you know, is the spirit or is it just your brain being dumb? You know, like. Yeah. It's hard to say. But I always get an uneasy feeling whenever I pull over on the side of the road for any reason at night. Yeah. You know, uh, I was told I haven't had the chance to talk to anybody about it. So we're going to have to come back and do another ghost episode. But miners, like underground miners, would have a bunch of scary stories. Oh, yeah. There's tons. Like my dad used to do underground mining and a couple of the people I used to work with, they're husbands or spouses would have done underground mining and like they would have had lots of spooky stuff to say um one of the ladies i work with she said that she was cleaning the mine building once and she heard footsteps go up into the change rooms but nobody was in there like she heard like steel toe boots go up the stairs and never come back down I bet there's lots of spooky stories around town that we could gather. Absolutely. I'm sure of it. Yeah. I mean, I used to live down the road from a graveyard, but it wasn't like a malicious thing or anything. I never really saw very much. I mean, obviously, other than like the odd shadow person or whatnot, right? Yeah. I actually worked at a landscaping company when I lived in Edmonton. One of our big projects, the one that I was on as well as with another guy, was at a graveyard. And... Graveyards just have like a melancholy kind of atmosphere about them. Yeah, but it's also weird because we were trying to like make everything all pretty and good looking. We kind of did this like weird little... It was for like cremated bodies and they... uh, It was like a little path and there's like little rivers. It's just all this stuff in there. And, you know... It was always a bit weird doing it, but every once in a while you'd like see people, you just see people like walking around, right? Then you look into the parking lot and there's only one car there. You, why are there five or six people walking around? And then, you know, like you'd notice that the people would never get into the cars after. Could be just pedestrians, but like... Could just be people walking in and out, I know, but it was like all the time. Weird. All the time and they were also never in our way. Like, you know how, like, if you saw a bunch of people walking around, you'd, you'd suspect if you're in a skid steer or something, like, bringing some supplies to the big warehouse or whatever, like, you, you'd have to stop for some people every once in a while, right? Yeah. You never did. Despite all the people we saw there, they were, like, never in the way, never, were, we never had to worry about them, we never stopped. I don't know. I never thought much of, much of it at the time, and now that I think about it, it seems kind of weird. Hmm. So we'd use the main paths, sweep off the main paths, or bring stuff around. I don't know. It's just, it's strange. Hmm. Well, I don't know. Is that everything we have for today? I think that might be everything we have for today. Our next episode is going to be... We'll be talking about movies next episode. Movies and TV shows. Movies and TV shows. With a rating system. Yeah, we're going to try a rating system. I don't know if it'll work, but we'll try one. Yeah. Follow us on Drinks and Things at twitter.com uh we'll be making a facebook page soon you may as well just 
check Facebook, Instagram, everything. We're probably going to be making one for everything. Let's be realistic. Yeah, I'm kind of like obsessed with social media. So thank you for listening to this episode of Drinks and Things. I'm Leisha. And I'm Carver. And our next episode is going to be movies that we've been watching recently. And we will see you later. Bye. Bye.